Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. It's me. (laughs) As of today, it's Memorial Day. So, I mean, you're not watching this on Memorial Day, but I hope all of you are having a great American holiday. Actually, I'm editing it and I'll be posting it tonight. So they might be listening Just to kidding. it on Memorial Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember to wave your American flag high and be proud. Yep. Especially with recent events. Just always make sure you are proud to be in this country. My favorite thing about Memorial Day is that it's right before Pride. So it's like we get to celebrate how great our country is. And then we get to celebrate all of the different types of identities that everybody loves in the country. It is great because Pride is what? In like two days? Iconic. Yeah, actually. And it's awesome because especially for us, um, a lot of things are coming Pride Month. And I'm excited for the audience, like our audience, to see everything that's like up and coming for Girlish because it'll be really fun. Um, Yeah, Yeah, we do have a lot of exciting stuff coming. Yeah. But it's a secret for now. It's a secret. You guys will see in like literally like a few weeks. It's fine. (laughs) But I'm trying to read the notes that we wrote right now, but I literally am so blind. I have contacts typically, but um, like I can't afford it. Like truly it's like $100 a month. But I also hate how I look like in glasses. It I love rough. how you look in glasses. I like I like the circle ones. I just want really big ones because I feel like these are a little too small for my face. Very, it very much fits your vibe. I want like a. I want to be like your nice, like cool librarian from like the seventies. Like that's that's that's, that's the aesthetic. You, know, you yeah, look like the, really smart. The dark and like academia. if I asked you a question, you would know the answer. <laughs> Ask me a question. What's the smallest country in the world? I think I can actually answer that. <laughs> I think it's the Vatican. Am I wrong? I yeah, it's like some I forget what it's called, but it's like some little country in Europe. Luxembourg is that what it's called? Uh, it's that is Vatican City. I was right. <gasps> oh my god, you're so smart. look at me. I'm you're so already smart. on your way to becoming a librarian. <laughs> Literally, can you believe it, guys? Wow, That's truly so my life calling. Fuck girlish. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so today is going to be an interesting episode. We have a lot of sad stuff to talk about, but hopefully we can, um, you know, give some like light moods to a lot of these dark things. Uh, As we all know, the uh, Uvalde shooting happened, the school shooting with the kids, and it's really tragic and a lot has come from it. A lot of conversations regarding, you know, gun ownership in America and like what to do and the, you know, the political party that is uh, disagreeing with, um, doing anything, I guess, refusing to like believe or understand that there's a lot of issues within our gun rights within America. So it'd be an interesting dialogue to go into later. There's a lot of like weird transphobia also intertwined with this whole like series of events that I'm I'm so excited to talk about. So that'll be like our main topic that we'll get into eventually. Also a lot of pop culture stuff came up, like specifically with Hunter Schaefer. I'm sure you guys may have heard of it. Um, all very fresh stuff, all very new in the news. So we are excited to get into that. But before we get into all the sad stuff, we'd like to obviously talk about what's going on with our lives. So how's how have you been? How's work? How's life? Anything fun? Any new shows? Anything cool happening? I'm doing good. I think I mentioned it last week that I started a new position yes. and I'm in training right now. And I don't know like what's exactly happening, but I really feel like sometimes I'm in a fever dream when I'm training (laughs) just because my trainers, they're so like, 
unique. Unique is the best way I get to that. say it. It's just like, it's teetering along the lines of, is this a dream? Or am I actually sitting in front of my computer and getting paid and actually doing this for a living? Because it's sometimes the lines just blur with each other. Um, So it's just like interesting for me to go throughout the week and be working. But I don't know. It's just such a strange environment. Like everybody's cussing. Somebody last week was talking about how their daughter was being bullied. And my trainer was like, oh, well, I will just grab that bitch by the hair and toss her. And I was like, sweetie, you can't say that. You cannot say that in a train. That's child abuse. Yeah. Like what? It's just like things like that. Oh, my God. I forgot. I think I did tell you. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things you told me. I know it's like really chaotic. There's so much shit going on. So on Thursday, I think it was Thursday of last week, we started off the day with a little game of Would You Rather? And everything was going fine. It was like really fun. I genuinely felt like everybody was normal until there was one specific question. I don't know why my trainer thought this was a good idea, but basically they asked, would you rather spend 10 hours at a dinner table with somebody from the opposing political party or go to a concert for an artist that you absolutely hate? So basically just listen to their music for 10 hours. And this woman, who I will not be naming, she decided to share her opinion. Mind you, her background for Zoom was an American flag, like 63 American flags. She was also wearing an American flag t-shirt um, and American and an American flag hat for Memorial Day. Just can to it, celebrate, to get into can the I, mood. Can I guess her race? Go ahead. Mm, it's a hard I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm getting a little Caucasian. Yeah, she was definitely Caucasian um, of, you know, the Karen variety. It it definitely feels like she runs in the circle of a lot of Karens. Was Um, this prior to the um, the school shooting or was this after? This was after the school shooting. Oh, so a wonderful question to bring up. Um, Yeah. And then this was a couple of days after. And her response was that she would rather go to a concert because she would rather be nagged by the sound of a musician that she hates as opposed to being nagged by somebody complaining about all the rights that they don't have while being an American citizen. And I, I'm a very non-confrontational person, especially in the workplace. Like I'm not trying to get into fights with anyone But I feel like any normal person would kind of realize that you should probably not get so political at work. Obviously, the question probably wasn't on a good question to be chosen by our trainer. But at the same time, you should have some type of logic or sense of reasonability in your head to think, I'm not going to turn this into a political debate because I'm working. And like, that's just kind of inappropriate. So I said to her that that was an interesting choice for her because Based on her response, it sounds like she could benefit a lot from having a conversation with somebody from the other side. And, you know, like I said, I don't like confrontation, but I feel like that was a very classy way to respond to her because that pissed me the fuck off. And I needed to I would have I would have been messy. And so when you told me you said that, I was like, I love you so much for that because that was just such like a put together answer. 
that like it's like the not like the the best like passive aggressive way that you can be like you're a fucking bitch keep this shit on facebook like you should have seen our faces like there's an i have another coworker. all we do is like talk shit about people through like private messages on zoom like throughout the day whenever somebody says something that's out of pocket we're just like what the fuck is going on and both of us our faces we were just like i know this bitch didn't just say that like who the fuck says that during work and then my trainer was like oh um i think that was like not a good idea i think i shouldn't have chosen that question and i was like yeah let's like stay away from that from now on so that was interesting i am so afraid of that because like my ceo is like um just like really close friends with elon musk so like by association there's a lot of pot yeah, like he went to oh space. My like my CEO went to space. Stop. Yeah, with on Elon Musk's like spaceship. Like he like was one okay, of it, and he's rich. gonna do it more. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Um, but with that, I feel like comes a lot of politics that I'm always worried is gonna come up. I was on like a, a meeting with like my friend, or like my friend was on it, who's like a coworker of mine, and she messaged me. We're both pretty new, but like one of my bosses was talking about how we were launching like our product at the NRA. And we were, we like messaged each other. We're like, wait, what at the NRA? But we're both still new. But NRA is not the national whatever gun thing. The NRA for our department is National Restaurant Association or something like that. Like it's a different, <laughs> oh it's God. like completely different. So we had to find that out the hard way when we were like That's looking funny. it up. Cause I was like, why is our like payment processing system like <laughs> associated with the NRA? But, um, yeah, so it's always like interesting when politics comes up at work. But when you told me that, I was so shocked. I was like, how do they let that like slide? Like, why would they ask that? Very interesting. Yeah, so that was a really interesting way to end my week. That was like the weirdest thing that happened. I also got my hair cut on Thursday, which you can like see right now if you're watching the so video. Good. Thank you. This is, I washed it this morning. And this is the first time I styled it like myself. And I think I did okay. It doesn't look like it did when I got out of the salon, but that's like impossible. Um, but yeah, like I I really like having layers in my hair just because it's like really thick. So it gives it a dimension. And recently I started having like shorter bang pieces that frame my face. And I was telling Olivia that I've been in hell the last couple of days because Two of the strands, like these two strands right here, they're too short to be tucked behind my ear. So if I need my hair out of my face, like I get hot flashes sometimes, okay? I have, that's just one of the side effects of hormones for me. Like I, yes. I get hot flashes all the time. I Sometimes I just do not want my hair in my face. And this shit is just constantly there. Like it, it just won't go away. And I'm this close. Actually, I'm not going to chop it off. I would be depressed. But I'll, I'll deal with it until it grows out again. I It is the worst because I, I have bangs. And when they grow to that certain length, I used to have a hairdresser. I loved him. He like he really knew how to cut hair for the health of the hair. But like he would cut my bangs to my eyebrows. So they would last like a week. That love them being cute and not in the way. And then they'd start growing over my eyes. And they just like, you couldn't do anything with them. So I try to get my bangs cut as short as possible just so they stay out of my face because like that is the worst feeling it's like just having to like keep moving the the bangs and everything like it's it sucks yeah if i'm doing anything where i have to bend over it's it's hell like what i have to clip them like little (laughs) clips i I look like i'm seven years old (laughs) i mean it's a look right (laughs) 
It is kind of a look. It's kind of Y2K vibes. Yeah, right? But you should get the little girl. butterfly clips. Oh my god. Should I? I'm almost 30. I don't think I should be wearing butterfly clips. Oh my god. I remember when we started this podcast and like our like our summary or like our description of our podcast was like two trans women of color in their early 20s. Now we have to and change it to mid to late 20s. And now I want to get married. <laughs> There's like, oh my God, we're going yeah. through it. Like, we, like are. we are truly aging beautifully. But and we I'm, lost you know, two, two to three years due to the lovely pandemic, which is nice. So it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. I like with the pandemic and everything, like with everything happening, it is hard to think that like we have really like time has like really been so weird. Like we really have been two years quarantined. Like, I'm in a different state now working from home. Like, who the fuck thought that was going to happen? Making salary, just working from home. Like, who thought that was going to happen? So Yeah. And that's, like, normal now. Like, companies are allowing people to stay home. Like, my company, I don't have to go back to work in the office. It's We have an anywhere in the country policy, so I can move anywhere and keep my job, that's which is so crazy. Cool. That is awesome. Move back here. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to move back. Uh, I'm going to be a get- Washingtonian. You had a, a company car. Did you get to keep that when you transferred? No. Oh. I had to give it back last Monday. Oh, right, now me. I have to drive my little dinky little Nissan, Nissan? Which she's yeah. fine. She's she's a reliable girl. But gas is so expensive here. So now I have to pay for gas, which kind of sucks. It's but rough. I mean, I don't really go anywhere, so it doesn't matter that much. I refuse to look at the gas prices when I go to the gas station. I just go to the closest one, and I'm like, I literally... If I look at it, I'll get depressed. And if I'm just driving around town trying to find the cheapest one, it's going to, like, stress me out. So I just go, I pump it, and I just try not to think about it. But That's like, a good strategy. I mean, typically, like, when the gas prices are, like, 30 like or 3 bucks or whatever, um, I could fill up my, my car in, like, $40. And now, like, I have 40 and, like, I still have, like, a quarter left. And I'm like, this is crazy. How much is gas yeah. in Washington right now? Um, let me see what the closest one is. I think it's, oh, like... <sighs> It has to be like four fifty or something like oh that. Oh my god, it's like six here. Let me see. I wish. Oh no, I'm lying to you. The Chevron here that's um, a few blocks away is five fifty. So it's over five dollars. I literally haven't been looking. That's fucked. That is so <laughs> me fucked. Me when I go shopping. <laughs> me when I go to Target every week. <laughs> they every tell me Sunday. the total. I'm like, what? Sorry, what? I didn't mean. <laughs> literally. Oh my god! But yeah, that is crazy. That's okay. We stand your Nissan. It's got you through it. Somebody, I saw a TikTok today, and a girl said, "When was the last time you went to a gas station and actually smelled gas?" And she was like, all up in her gas tank, smelling the nozzle, and was like, "I can't smell anything." And I don't really fill up my gas tank. So I was wondering, like, when you go to fill up gas, have you noticed it doesn't smell like gas? Like, are they watering down the gas? What What's happening? That's an interesting theory. Because, like, like, I'm a bitch that loves the smell of gas. Like, I, I like, I mean, it, it's weird, right? There's, like, a weird sensation where it's, like, yeah. you just want to huff it. And I've always been like <laughs> that with, like, four-wheelers and shit. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't. I mean, if it, Next like, time- spills out. If it spills out, I'll smell it. But like, I, yeah, I don't typically smell it anymore. But I'm wondering if there's a reason for that. If they've like, that is weird. That's crazy. They're just giving us water. It is crazy to know that the like the price for gas is pretty cheap. It's not that bad. But it's just the gas companies like rising the prices just because they like are profiting off the war. 
But um, yeah. evidently, it's the co- the cost has gone down a lot. But that's crazy. I didn't realize it was five dollars near me. Sorry to be old, everyone, and talking about gas prices. <laughs> but you know, we are here. We're like uh, millennial, millennial cusp with what is it? Uh, Gen Z cusp. We can talk about it. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a millennial? I don't know. Kind I, of. So the cutoff I is feel like I'm kind of yeah, I don't feel like there's not a word other than like a cusper for both of us. Because I feel like a true millennial is like born in the eight late eight late eighties. Like yeah. that's kind of like a true like millennial. But like we were born at the very very end, so we kind of experienced some of that. And then I feel like we mostly experienced Gen Z stuff. Yeah, but- I mean. I- I agree. Like I feel still young um, and I feel like I'm super currently engaged in social media and everything happening. And so I feel like I can connect with Gen Z a lot. I'm technically Gen Z because it ends in 1995. And so I was born 96. So technically I'm Gen Z. But like I grew up with like dial up internet. Like I remember that. I remember Mm -hmm. growing up like watching the shows my siblings watch, playing our like, like the old Nintendo, the one that had like Duck Hunt and shit. Like I remember that. But at the same time, like I'm living like, like, I also remember like the development of YouTube, like in 2005, like, Mm -hmm. so I feel like I'm like, I'm just a part of the internet age. But yeah, that is interesting because I- We're special. We are special. We are, we, we are trans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like 93 to like 98 we're like the special ones yeah so if you weren't born between that time you suck you can just go away yeah don't even watch us Mm -mm. actually just kidding please (laughs) share share with your friends we also have video podcasts i don't know if anyone knows this but like if you're on spotify or if you're on apple Podcasts, we have a large audience on apple Podcasts. go to spotify and watch us um or we have our videos on youtube now that i'm posting so that's fun yeah you can see our pretty little faces while we're talking Yes. So easy. Oh. It, everything's in one place. I, I, I enjoy actually having the video aspect for it. We wanted to do it for a long time and we, we toyed with it every now and then. Um, we, I remember one time we were recording like on our phones and like sending each other the videos, but like that, like if you're recording your phone for like a minute, it's like seven gigabytes. And so yeah. we finally found a way that zoom video feature sucks, but like we record off a site called Zencaster which if you have a podcast, we recommend it because it's free and it has like a really great video um, part to it. So we were luckily finally able to do it. Um, but yeah, go watch us on there. Um, I was thinking lately about um, uh, The Circle and oh we haven't talked about it on this on this show yet. And we the haven't. new season came out and like it's a tradition and I feel really bad. So we don't have to talk about it long, but I just want to know a brief summary of how you felt about the newest season. I really enjoyed this season. Last season, hot mess. They tried way too hard. I, The thing I liked the most about the original season is that it's like real people. Like you can see everybody has a different type of personality. Same thing with the second season also. I liked the second season. And then in the third season, it really felt like everybody was just a caricature of who they actually were. And they weren't really being genuine. It was like everybody's reaction had to be so over the top for the camera. Everybody had to be screaming. And it was like everyone was kind of the same person, but slightly different. 
And I didn't like that. Like I like seeing that there are people that go on there that are a little bit more reserved and a little bit quieter because that's kind of why I wanted to join the show. I was like, okay, they clearly accept people of all different types of personalities, but the third season, it felt like everybody was an extrovert and they were trying very hard to prove that. So I really enjoyed this season. Do you know who won last season? No, I stopped watching. But I think it was somebody that joined pretty late, which was cool because usually yeah. it's like somebody that starts off. Because, yeah, I stopped watching the, the previous season because I after they were gaslighting that old woman, <laughs> that I felt so bad. so bad. I felt so bad. She was like, it's me, guys. And like they were like, no. Like your catfish. catfish. <laughs> oh, that was so sad. But this, yeah, this newest season was like even the catfish. They were just like normal people, and like it was just like a breath of fresh air because I I was able to enjoy it. Um, I really really loved. Um, I, I forget their names. Um, Describe them, and then I'll. It's the the one with that's that's the one that has like the style and the like the sass. What's her name? Yuling. Yuling, yeah. Love yeah. her. She's Love my favorite. Her. Yeah, but then she like let Alyssa go. I mean, sorry guys, spoilers, but she like let Alyssa go and like I had just had a bad taste in my mouth. But I feel like you also don't see a lot of the conversations they have and she had that other alliance. So like I get it. I wanna say I didn't understand this is spoiler central. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Guys, it. just skip like two minutes. I was angry that Alyssa was so mad at Yuling, but she was not mad at Brew. And he's literally the one that picked Carol over her. Like, I get that Yuling didn't pick you, but he didn't either, babes. He sent you home and now you're like, oh my god, he's so cute. Like, I forgive you. Literally. What are you talking about? Women need to support women. It was just very not girl's girl of her. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But like, yeah, exactly. I guess in the end, Alyssa was like, you know, Yuling, like, I'm fine. Like, it's okay. Um, I truly thought she was going to win. But um, it makes sense that, you know, who else he won. And yeah, we're just spoiling it. Who cares? It was just really nice. Yeah. You saw the whole thing, right? I did. Yeah. It was so nice that Frank won. I mean, he had such a hard life. Like, he really, he needed that win. He was so, like, he didn't even really play strategically. He was just such a nice, genuine person. And he won. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love the when the like, it just, ugh, it's so good. I was going to say only people of color won, but I forgot that Joey won the first season. Yeah. And right. Wait, was, Joey won, right? Or was Joey it? Did sh- win. I mean, he's she Italian. So truly a, the best person of color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Italian phobic, guys. Italian-phobic. I love spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So but. yeah, the circle, it was good. That's like, it was the circle in Love Island. Those are like, were our two staple obsessions. Yeah, I never, I got into the show Love Island, but the app is what like really drew me in. So, yeah, we literally yeah. did an entire episode just reviewing the circle. If you guys haven't listened to it, like we, I remember, that was <laughs> like so what? funny. I would do that again, but like, it is kind of crazy that we were just like, honestly, let's just talk about every like um, cast member and like why we like or hate them. Yeah. But, well, um, we are a trans pop culture podcast. So exactly. And that's, yeah, exactly. When we started labeling ourselves as that, I was like, I really want to emphasize the pop culture aspect because a lot of times, you know, talking about trans related stuff is important, but sometimes I just want to like catch up on like what's happening and on like yeah. the real world and like pop culture and stuff. 
But yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything other interesting news that have happened with us lately. Um, uh, Relating to shows we talked about Stranger Things yesterday, actually. Oh yeah, it it just dropped. I I watched it all. Did you watch it all? It's so... I'm on episode five, so I think I have two more episodes. Yeah. It's so good. It starts off really slow, but then it picks up in such a beautiful way. And I they just can't do no wrong. Like they they um the actors and they're like they're so pure. They're just like innocent kids that they're so fun to watch. We watch them grow up and it's so nice. I was sobbing in my bed in the last episode that I just watched mm-hmm. with I think it's episode four. I'm not spoiling anything because it is like a pretty big show. But Sadie Sink, she snapped. A queen. We love she Taylor She honestly Swift. snapped. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. She's – can we talk about the music video where she's like with Dylan O'Brien and he's like 30 and she's not like 30? Yeah. She's, That's kind of weird. Yeah. But I think – Anyway. Um, I'm on Taylor Swift TikTok. I'm not like – the huge, just like Swifty. I like her like old stuff, but um, yeah. Evidently, that was the age difference between her and what's his name, John Mayer. No, or no some no, other no. old man. It was uh, no, it's that other guy she dated that everyone was like shitting on. He was on that. Fuck, I'm so bad at names. I, like, <laughs> if you were to show me like famous people in front of me, um. um uh, Matt Jack, Jack Gyllenhaal with his name uh, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, it was oh, about him. That was that was that was the exact age difference, which oh. is why she wanted to cast them because it was a such a big. Yeah, I'm on Taylor Swift TikTok. I'm on I'm on Gaylor TikTok, which is theories that she is gay, which is kind of fun. But um, that kind of makes sense to me. Like when I, I mean, look at her, I <laughs> don't get straight. There's vibe. there's like queer vibes and like her lyrics. Evidently, people have and like. There was like a rumor that she had like a girlfriend at a point, but I'm not one to out anyone that's on her own terms if she ever wants to do that. But I think it's fun to hear the people's fan theories, but I'm not a Swifty, even though I like, I like the team. <laughs> it's okay. Wait a minute. You're like, um, just for clarification, I'm not a Swifty. Yes. I want to talk about one more thing before we go on the pop culture podcast. I know we're like, we're like really harping on all this stuff. But I want to know your thoughts. And I kind of brought it up to you the other day. But Emily and I went to Trader Joe's the other day. (laughs) And it upset me so much because it wasn't even like the situation. It was like the attitude of the employee that I was like, she was just so mean. But we went to Trader Joe's. And this has never happened to me. Maybe like once when we were in Gainesville a long, long time ago. But only in like liquor stores. But we were just getting wine, Emily and I. And we were leaving the apartment and Emily was like, I'm not bringing my bag. Can you please pay for it? And I was like, of course, I'll buy us wine. So we go to Trader Joe's. I'm buying us wine. I'm checking out. Granted, we've done this before. We went to Trader Joe's before. We've done this. Um, and I was checking out and you know, she asked for my ID. And then she said, does your friend have her ID? And I was like, what? And she was like, "Does that do they, do they have their ID?" And I was like, "Excuse." I was like, "I was like, I I literally said, I was like, are you serious? Like, are you joking?" And um, she was like, "No, she needs her ID." And then so I asked Emily. I knew she didn't have it, and I was like, "So like, I I can't even show you like a picture of it." And she was like, "No," and then she just like ignored us and then just rang up everything without the 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 like the wine. And she was like, "This is your total without the wine," and I was like, "Okay." But it like it didn't make sense. Has that ever happened to you? Is that a thing that's happened? Um, yeah, it has happened before, 
where like if you're with somebody that's buying alcohol and you're standing next to them, I have been asked for my ID before. I don't know if it's like a Washington thing, but that's stupid. First of all, at a Trader Joe's, like that that's not very on brand for them. They're supposed to be like the cool grocery store. So I don't get that. She needs to chill out. Maybe she should have a glass of wine. Yeah. She was like really just like on, like, I don't know. It just felt like aggressive. I was like, oh my God. But Because it, it like just... if if you're with your child, are you going to ask your child for their, like, are you going to give your child a shot of vodka? No. <laughs> like just because you're with somebody doesn't mean they're going to drink it. One also saying like, is your friend like, ugh. She's like, oh, you guys are some of those people. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. And that was like the big thing is like, I'm paying with my card. I'm paying with my ID. If she was my child or if she was literally like 80 years old, like, would you be asking me that? And I'm like, okay, what if we walk out of the store? I come back in and she's not with me. At what, what's the time frame where I can buy the alcohol? Like if I come back tomorrow without her, are you going to card me? Like, it, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, like, are you going to like, yeah, what? So I just was super frustrated. We ended up leaving. We went to Target. We stay in Target. And and then we ended up buying alcohol. No, we went to Safeway. We ended up buying alcohol from Safeway. But like, then Emily went to go hide while I paid for it. And I was like, why does, I like, <laughs> I feel like I'm a child right now. I'm like, we're nearly like, in our, we're like in our late 20s. Like, what is happening? So it feels very like, that's just so weird. Yeah, it feels like we're in college and we just turned 21 and we're like, oh my God, we're going to buy alcohol and like Emily's still 20 or something. Like, but like it, we're truly adults and it just was like super like frustrating that I felt like I was breaking the law by just legally buying alcohol. I, I think it would make sense if she looked at your ID and saw that you were had just turned 21 like two days ago, but yeah. you didn't just turn 21. Like you can yeah. legally drink. It's been a few years. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah, that was like, that was so upsetting. But yeah, enough of that. We can actually jump into the next topic. And I want you to like lead it off because I think you have a good understanding of what's happening because you actually were like, you saw it and everything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this actually happened, was it yesterday or on Saturday? It was Uh, over the weekend. Um, I was just like randomly scrolling TikTok, not TikTok, Instagram. And I saw Hunter Shaver posted like, if you're in this specific part of Germany don't go to this club because they're transphobic and not friendly to queer people and I was like oh that sucks and then like 10 minutes later she goes live and I wasn't doing anything so I clicked on it and basically she's in Germany or she was in Germany at the moment I think when she went live it was like three in the morning so like they were she was trying to go out to the club and have fun which as she should um and she was basically saying that one of the clubs that they tried to go to apparently did not allow her assistant into the club. And I think she specifically said that her assistant is visibly trans. So I don't know if that means that she's there early on in their transition or what exactly is about it. But apparently the bouncers at this club, it's called Silk, um, they, they just refused to let them in because of the way that her friend looked. And I thought that was an interesting thing to bring up because this type of thing does happen. I feel like often I know clubs have very specific dress codes, which makes sense. Like if you're a high-end club, you obviously don't want somebody to come in wearing sweatpants, which is reasonable. But at what point 
do you start discriminating against people solely based on their appearance? And when is that okay? Which I don't think it's ever okay. Yeah, it was um, an interesting story. I was really shocked by it. The specifics are, it was Saturday, May 28th. Uh, she went live on Instagram to call out the German nightclub Silk in Dulcendorf after her assistant, who was a trans woman, was di- denied entry. So yeah, I don't know if, what it was, but I'm assuming that her assistant probably got clocked and was, um, regardless if maybe she's visibly trans or, or whatever she looks like, regardless, she was denied access because of her transness. And like, that is so disgusting. It's so disturbing. And how did you feel about Hunter, like, going on live and like showing it and like confronting the bouncer because that was like a thing that she did. And I know that like, I don't know, how'd you feel about it? I felt fine. I was like, okay, go off because that, I mean, she has a massive platform and I, I don't think, I think that's something that should be made noticeable to everybody. Like obviously if you're a queer person in Germany and you want to go to the club, you want to know which clubs are going to be friendlier to you and which ones aren't. I mean, people get discriminated against all the time when they go out, especially if they're trans, Um, not just by other people that are in the club, but also by the staff, the bouncers, bartenders, whatever it may be. So, I mean, I think she had a right to go on live and talk about it and talk about her experience because, I mean, she's not really doing anything wrong. She's just simply sharing what experiences her assistant had and how that isn't necessarily a safe environment for queer people, which you, I I wouldn't want to go to a club if I knew that they actively turn trans women down because of the way that they look like I wouldn't feel safe going there. Yeah. She had um, 30,000 people watching it whenever she was live. Um, And I just like, it is like, it is a interesting conversation to get into about like the safety of trans people when they go out. Cause there's a lot of times where I've seen like videos of trans people getting assaulted like I've seen it, like the videos of, of trans women in LA being assaulted by like men. Who was it that there was like a the whole was it Nikita Eden the doll? It was, it was Eden, Eden. That's the what doll it was. And Jasmine and one of their other Jocelyn, another trans woman. Yeah, just trans women trying to have fun, go out, enjoy the nightlife, and then not being able to do that because they were clocked or whatever it is. Um, because people and men specifically have the fucking smallest ego, the smallest dicks. But um, it is crazy that like that's like something that trans women have to fear just to, to go out and have fun. Like they're not able to do that. And like I know that's a big fear of mine. Um, and it's part of a reason why I'm so nervous about like going, you know, downtown or like downtown is where like a lot of like partying and like clubs were in Gainesville whenever I lived there. But um, it is interesting because I've had like guys come up to me and like try and like flirt with me. But then I'm like, I'm like really uncomfortable because I'm like, I, if I just feel like if I speak the wrong way or if I speak a certain way, like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Or maybe if the light comes on and something happens and I get clocked, I just a million things run through my head and I'm like, this is a dangerous situation and I'm just on high alert and I just, I hate men right now. Like I need them to all leave me alone. And I don't know if you feel similar where are you like, do you get feared about that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's definitely scary. I think there is a level of privilege that comes to being out at night or being super into nightlife as a trans person. Obviously, 
based on your appearance is what most people are going to judge you by, especially if you go out to a club or something. Um, so just like showing your ID or trying to get into the club early on in your transition is really nerve wracking because a lot of the times maybe your ID doesn't match what you look like now, or you're scared that they're going to like clock you or if your gender marker doesn't match or something like that. So there is a lot of anxiety that's coupled with going out to the club. Um, but I think there is a sense of comfort that comes once you've been transitioning for a long time and you're kind of able to live your life in the gender that you identify as. But even if you are somebody that doesn't necessarily get approached about being trans or if people ask you, it's still like always in the back of your mind. Like if I'm at a club and a guy talks to me and it, like you said, if I speak the wrong way or if they notice something about me, that automatically puts you in a dangerous situation because obviously you haven't disclosed that you're trans and this random person just came up to you and you don't know what their thought process is in terms of talking to a trans person or what how they'll react if they find out. So it, it is kind of scary. It's, it's always something that's going to be in the back of your mind, I think, regardless of what you look like or how long you've been transitioning. It's just an anxiety that I think will always be there if you're going out in that type of environment. Yeah, I don't, it's such a, like, for me, um, I've gotten so, like, introverted where and scared, and it is kind of a problem, and I'm realizing it the older I get, that, like, it's hard for me to even exist outside of my home because I'm so worried that, like, something bad's gonna happen, and, like, maybe that's just an intrusive thought that, like, just, like, really overwhelms me or some social anxiety things that I'm working through, but a lot of it I know has to do with my transition and, just like it, it is a fearful, especially when you hear a lot of things on the news happening, when you hear stuff like this. And I have a, a friend in Germany and like for the most part, he said that it's like a pretty inclusive place. Um, but it is kind of it is just wild that like that that can just happen, that like you can just be denied entry into a place because they they notice that you're a trans or something. And like I just I find it so like disturbing and heartbreaking and I just really feel bad for the assistant that she has and um it just is such an unfair thing that like a struggle that I feel like is real for so many trans women um and I just I get uh I just like it's heartbreaking you know and it doesn't make sense to me like you're turning down a potential customer to spend money at your establishment for what reason like for what reason would you turn somebody down just based on their appearance yeah i have the hardest time with it but um i i think i try to find the light out of the situation and the things that make me laugh and the one thing that like made me like laugh so hard was i saw tweets of talking about hunter schaefer and <laughs> and how she's been in europe for whatever filming whatever and now she has like a european accent when she was like i don't know if you heard it when she was live and like um just like talking to the bouncer, she was like, she had her full Bella Hadid moment. No, Stop. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. No, you should watch it again. It's so funny. What just kind like, of accent is it? Is it it like... was just like, it's just like, it's very European. And like, you know, do you remember the video where like Bella Hadid was talking and people were like laughing at her? Cause she like, she had like a little like European accent and she was like, yeah, it was just really funny. But um, if you listen to it um, and like towards the end, the, the way she's talking, there's like a slot. It's like there. And it's just really funny. But I would be that bitch, though. Like, Maybe. I would truly be the bitch that if I was living in like Europe for like a like a week, I would just like fully, you know, 
go all out. That's me. I would go on vacation for a week and I'd be like, hi, everybody. <laughs> I want to like do an impression right now, but I'm so bad at like about like at, at any accent, so like I can't. Um, the only when I think of like English accent, I think of that TikTok, the 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 Harry Potter one, the not me, not Hermione. Oh yeah, yo, that's funny. But that truly would be me. Um, so I think I try to get a laugh out of that because like it is such a like a, a heartbreaking thing. I love Hunter and. I just feel really bad that like, you know, that that has to happen and she gets to like see that firsthand because I'm lucky and I'm fortunate that I've never been truly like discriminated against in any place that I've gone to. I've luckily have been in situations around people that are pretty inclusive. So I can't even imagine like I would be so heartbreak broken. I mean, even in like any space, like bathrooms and stuff like that like you i hear so many horror stories of people like really just like being discriminated against so much um and like things like bathrooms or you're just trying to go in and pee and um it always scares me i'm like on high alert every time i leave the house she's also an actress with millions of followers so it it could happen to literally any of us you could be the most famous pop star richest trans woman but you know, you could still end up being denied getting into a club just because you're trans, which kind of just shows. Yeah. She has 7 million followers. And um, so that's a lot. Like, she's really influential. Like, um, and then you can even, when people, when she was live streaming, there was like fans coming up to her and um, wanting to take a picture with her. And so at the end of it, I mean, she was only live for like, what, like a few minutes? Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that PR team for that club is kicking and screaming when they got yeah. on Instagram the next day and saw that they turned down Hunter Shaper. They're like, Fuck. I went on, um, I went on their, on their Instagram cause she added them and they only had like a few thousand followers and I'm like fucking crusty dusty as stupid. They're probably followers. like, we've heard the rumors and we are accepting of all people. I wonder if they like posted anything like that. I'm interested. I'm- I feel like they would say so something like that with a little um, rainbow. We love everybody. I don't know say, what accent I just said. No. You're oh my god. Wait, did they actually? If you hear, I'm gonna send you their Instagram right now. They said she's a lying tranny. Don't listen to her. They oh my god. They oh, no, posted a, a trans like heart on their I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. You fucking called it. Oh my god, here, let me um share it to you direct gauge i'm on my computer right now i need you to see it really quick because it is crazy i'll read it when um it says um okay so it's in german it says electronic music is love and not hate everyone who does not respect the principles of electronic music has no place in our colorful world we apologize at this point to hunter schaefer and your company for the misunderstanding in our door in the night um, from Saturday to Sunday. This kind of thing has no place in our world and simply must not happen. We hereby expressed, expressly distance ourselves from any form of discrimination. After a conversation with our corresponding security employee, he has he was kicked out today. We, the Silk, are not are and remain an LGBT-friendly club and look forward to many more great nights with you. Not a misunderstanding. Yeah, refusing to let someone in is not a misunderstanding. It's like the top comment. 
Um, yeah, it's not a misunderstanding. It's transphobia. Like, what do you mean a misunderstanding? A misunderstanding of what? Like, what did like, he misunderstand? He, right. Because you saw her, decision. you didn't let her in. Yeah. What? Ew. I'm never going to the Silk if I'm ever in Dusseldorf, <laughs> Germany. Right. So, Which I was I was actually planning on going next week, and now they will and not have my company. We reserved a table, but now I think I'm going to cancel. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be going. Um, but yeah, that is, you called it. Like you literally called it. I hate this graphic. I hate I, it. It is, you know, they just it's got this on fucking Pinterest like, or something. I'm going to throw it. Not them adding, like if you look at the picture, they they tagged her in it. They put her in the middle. <laughs> she liked it though. She oh, said, did okay. she? She said fine. Oh, she did like it. Okay, queen, go off. Maybe we do want to go there. If she likes it, then, I mean, I'll go to the club with Hunter Schaefer. She wants to go there. How many followers did they have? Because they only had, like, yeah, they only have 4,000 followers. I think yesterday they had, they had 3,000. They probably got a little bit of a boost. <sighs> that is so funny. <laughs> uh, the, the the whole name of the city sounds stupid. I'm sorry if you're from there. Oh, my God. Everyone from Dusseldorf is like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But, yeah. Um I think with that being said, we we had, you know, our thoughts, our feelings. It is hard to just want to exist as a trans person. I don't know. I'm like every day there's like new news. I just have to, I don't know if you feel the same way when you log on to social media and like you see all this politics going on, especially regarding trans people. I just like move past it. And like, I like have to scroll past it because the moment I start reading things, the moment I like, it like hurts me. It like really, like even if it's like conservative people, like Candace Owens, who we're going to like jump into in a second. Like when I read it, like the fact that like she has fans, people support her, like it, like it's fun to laugh at and fun to joke about and fun to like say how stupid these people are, but it hurts. It really does. It's like hurts and, and it's scary that people agree with her. And the same with JK. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's the scariest thing for me. It's, it's not necessarily that people are like saying these things because someone's going to say something stupid. Like someone's always going to say stupid shit. It's just like the amount of likes and retweets that these people get. It's so scary. Like there's no way that many people think that this is like a good point. Yeah. I, I struggle with that a lot, which I know that like I'm trying to get better at knowing, like disconnecting myself from those people because there is a huge support of love and acceptance and all around me. And I think that's what we need to focus on. There's like a collective of people that do love and support you. And you just have to like really understand and push towards um, really finding those people in your life. And hopefully one day in the future, we can all be really inclusive of everyone. Um, but I, with that being said, I want to get into the school shooting in Uvalde. Uh, obviously a content warning for this. We will be talking about the the shooting, uh, the school shooting. And yeah, it is something that I find extremely heartbreaking. I don't know if you guys know. I'm sure everyone knows. I'm sure you definitely have heard. Uh, 19 kids, uh, children were murdered, slaughtered from a school shooter um, who randomly, he was like just a crazy guy that like crashed his truck or something or his grandma's truck after just killing his grandma, like crashed his truck and then like ended up 
was like in like a gunfire fight with the police officers and then went into a school and just shot every student that he could see. And um, the police officers, uh, he had an AR-15, of course, and the police officers uh, stood outside for like 40, 45 minutes and did nothing. They, you know, they actually, they did do stuff. What they did was that when the parents were coming to try and get their kids out, they prevented the parents from going inside the school to save their kids. But evidently there were reports that the police officers who had, they had kids at that elementary school, they went in and they got their kids, but anyone else was not allowed to go in. And I they, didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that they had kids there. I That's heard a few so reports. Fucked. Yeah. And so they were like telling the parents they couldn't go in and they just didn't go in. And uh, that's like your whole good guys with guns narrative is just out the window. But um, so this is obviously a tragic thing. And I think everyone's head immediately goes to gun rights and gun ownership in America and um, what needs to happen. And obviously, a lot of people are calling for gun reform, which I think is a huge step forward um, in order to prevent these gun violence uh, happening. But, you know, the conservative people that want to keep guns that are being paid by, you know, gun lobbyists like the NRA, um, they want to obviously um, support those interests of theirs that are going to profit from and what's going to keep them in power. Um, so they will do anything to say that it's not about gun ownership, that it's a crazy guy with a gun, it's mental health, and it's going to be a million other things. And now that it's happening, they're like, everyone wants to go into politics. I see people like asking like Paul, like Ted Cruz, or um, what's his name? The uh, Abbott. Um, I see them asking them, like, you know, what do you want? What are you going to do about guns? And their first response is, everyone wants to make this political, but it's like, yeah, because you're a fucking politician. Like that's literally you're a public servant. Like that's exactly you're a politician. So of course it's political. And so there's a lot of frustrating thoughts that come with this. Obviously, there's a clear answer of what needs to be done. Um, we definitely need to ban assault weapons. Um, and I don't know if you also feel that same way regarding gun ownership. I know everyone like to say, you know, it's a second amendment, right. And I do agree that, you know, I support gun ownership in America. Sure. But I think there needs to be a lot of restrictions. I don't think we need military grade weapons at our fingertips, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? I agree. I, I feel like even if I was, a gun owner or somebody that was really into owning a gun, I would be able to understand that this is not a new issue in the country, which is really sad. Like there's over 200 shootings that have happened within our country over like the last 50 years when this is not happening in other places in the world. So it's like, you know, why we have to figure out what the reason is and Literally, nobody else in other countries is able to walk around with AR-15s just because they want to. Like, that that's literally the reason. And at the end of the day, you can try and say that it's not the gun itself that's killing people. It's the person holding it. But ultimately, we have access to guns. So if nobody had access to guns, we wouldn't be shooting each other. It doesn't matter who's holding it. It's the fact that everybody is able to honestly pretty easily get a gun which they shouldn't be able to it's it's really fucked like i i just like i'm i'm just baffled i'm like mind blown at the fact that um 
that it's just being spin like spun like it's it's like not a gun thing when it, like it clearly is a gun issue um yeah i i'm so like heartbroken for the families like i can't even imagine emily and i were talking about like having kids one day and it's like we don't even know what to do like we obviously don't want to homeschool kids and we want our kids to be in public schools the idea of private institutions just is like dirty to me and so like um but like it just is like it's so heartbreaking ted cruz is talking about we need better doors <laughs> like yeah like yeah secure the doors get great doors um but i don't think he knows that windows exist but i i don't understand why their response is to like prevent it from happening again like basically you're saying it's inevitable that school shootings are just going to continue to happen. So we might as well reinforce the doors and the windows and have better programs to, instead of just like, I don't know, maybe removing the guns. Like who, who needs an AR-15? Right. Like I really don't think anybody, any normal person needs anything other than like a pistol. Like what do you need an automatic weapon for? Like are you going to go hunting and shoot a deer 63 times? Like, is that necessary? (laughs) Exactly. And like, and the Second Amendment was written during a time where like reloading a gun took like fucking minutes. Like it took a long time to actually put the bullet in, get it set up. Now, like you have the power of like a military grade weapon at your fingertips. And like, it's, it's awful. Um, Let's see. So when we had an, so I I read this tweet. um, I'm gonna be honest, it's from Bernie Sanders Twitter. But he tweeted when we had an assault weapons ban from 1994 to 2004. Because the United States did at a, at a certain point ban assault weapons, um, so mass shootings went down forty three percent. After it expired, mass shootings tripled. So, um, at a certain point, we've seen what what restrictions can do and how they can help um, the overall um, issues we have with guns. And so, I always get frustrated too at like the conversations regarding like, oh well, they're just going to find a way to get a gun. Like if they want a gun, they'll just find another way. But I'm like, okay, well, then let them find another way. But what they can't do or what we're going to prevent is this easy accessibility for them to. If like, like who knows someone in the underground, like black market, that's going to get them a gun. Like, it just like, it's it's super like weird. And like, I just, I don't know. I just think that there's like a a cancer right now within like the, the conservatives that they just, they're like, they don't believe that like. I know, I I think they actually do believe, but I I think that they, it's just not in their best interest to like do anything about it. So they'd rather see 19 kids dead um, than do anything. And the governor, uh, Abbott, he um, specifically said like things could have been worse. He said that. He was like, it could have been worse, everyone. And I'm like, yeah, it could have been worse. 19 kids died. What, 20 kids? It could have been 20. It could have been white kids, right? Oh my god! It was in Texas, and so a lot of these kids were Hispanic. It was close to it was outside San Antonio, San right? Am I wrong? Something I think like so. That. But um, yeah. So I just like I read all this stuff. I get super overwhelmed. I get super upset. Um, and I just think it's 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 messed up. It is messed up. It's they'll do anything that they can to kind of divert attention away from gun ownership and blame it on something else. And it's, I I don't understand it because it's not like people are illegally obtaining these weapons and going to shoot people. I'm pretty sure in almost all instances, they legally 
purchased a gun or like it's not like they did it with some backwards like black market way to get access to weapons they literally just went like a normal person like they're going to the grocery store and picked up an automatic weapon 18 years old and he was he owned two ar-15s and it's and it's ar-15s that a lot of these mass shootings happen with um uh it is really it's hard to like hear like um how many years in sandy hook i think like 11 or something like that Sandy Hook wasn't that long ago. Uh, it was also a similar situation. I think I, I think it was 26 kids at Sandy Hook, if I'm not mistaken. But this has happened before and nothing has happened. And um, yeah, it's it's really like really frustrating to me because I get so angry. I think of like, I just like, I get so mad because I'm like, what is like, what's going to change? What can change? Like what's going to happen? There's a YouTuber I watch named H3, like Ethan Klein. And like he made a comment, like he joked about, I don't even want to say it, but like, and all the conservatives got mad. And I just think it's an easy way to get mad at someone for joking about a certain thing happening than actual the issue of 19 kids dying. Like, um, it is just like, it's so wrong. It makes me so sad. But like going like further discussing this shooting, um, you know, a lot of conservatives are deflecting the blame. They don't want to say that it's guns. So what's the answer, right? If it's not guns, it's mental health. If it's not mental health or it's, what is it? What is it? And it's the trannies. answer is it's trannies. Of course, of course we're the problem, right? Trannies and fat people. Like yeah. that's, that's the issue. So we are going to talk about Candace Owens, who is a conservative um, influencer, political commentator, propagandist, whatever fascist, whatever you want to call her. I uh, absolutely despise her, but she went on a, a lovely uh, tweeting, uh, Twitter, whatever, um, spree saying, uh, what drives an 18 year old to murder innocent children? I don't know, but judging by the photos of him cross-dressing, we can assume there are plenty of signs that he was mentally disturbed and abused by adults in his life. Societal cowardice ignorant, ignored those plenty of signs. So she's referring to, I don't know if you know the specifics of the situation. So she's referring to an image that she saw of evidently the school shooter dressed up in women's clothing, which originated in 4chan, and it was not true at all. Those pictures were debunked, and the poor trans woman, or I don't know if they were a trans woman, but the, they're, they're definitely trans uh, the poor trans person was like targeted and a bunch of stuff. They had to go on Reddit to post a picture of themselves and say that they're not the school shooter. And, um, but yeah, this picture of them was just used and was saying, saying that the the school shooter was trans or was cross-dressing or whatever. So fake stuff. And then Candace Owens doubled down and says, like, you guys are all crazy. Like, that's not the image I saw. It wasn't that person. So, like, is lying because that was the only image circulating was this poor trans person that was getting targeted and harassed. And just, I don't know. It's like, it's so easy to not blame guns, right? And make it trans people. That's the issue. And Candace has 3.1 million followers on Twitter and a quote unquote political figure with that amount of reach is getting their sources from like 4chan or reddit with no evidence and spreading that to their fan base like that is so harmful 
to be able to look up to somebody who doesn't even fact check their sources, but is so set on putting forth an agenda or like a ideology that trans people are mentally ill. And even if this person was trans, I I still don't really think that means anything like one trans person committing a crime for the last 50 years when 200 other cis white men did the same thing. But now all of a sudden it's because trannies, we talk about trannies. Oh, we mentalize, we, what did she say? Normalized mental illness. Like nobody was talking about trans issues 10 to 15 years ago and this was still happening, babes. So you can't tell me that just because trans people are starting to get more, I guess, exposure or people are more prone to talking about them or understanding who they are, that where the reason shootings happen because they happened well aware or well before like the push for trans rights started. So I don't really understand it. I also don't understand why she brought up the body positivity movement and how that has to do with anything. Right. And so if the issue is trans women, right? If that's, if, I mean, if this one, let's say this person was trans and if that, if this was the, the determining factor for why they shut up schools, you're right. The majority of other shooters are white cis males. So why doesn't she say that? How being white and cis and fucking incel, why don't, why doesn't she go out and say, that's the cancer, that's the pathology, those people are wrong. And it's like, of course not, right? That would never happen. She would never say those words because that is her fan base. Those type of people are her fan base. And so it'll never be the white man's fault. It'll never be the gun's fault. It's always going to be people's, um, the mar- marginalized people who have no power over society that are being used as like scapegoats and being made to be like these things that we should be fearful of. When all trans people want is the same freedoms that you have. And so like, it takes me back to the woman saying, like talking at your work, talking about the freedoms people say they don't have, but it's like, like people, like parents in Texas can get incarcerated for giving their child like hormone blockers, things that are irreversible that will not harm the child at all. If they choose not to be trans or, or choose that they're decide that they aren't trans when they get older, they can just take it, go through puberty like normal. Like parents can be incarcerated for wanting to help their child. And so it just seems like Texas, the United States don't care about kids. They don't care about mental health. If they did, there there would be a push for protecting um, protections regarding like mental health. So things like healthcare expansion, making that more free and accessible, things like that, that they will never do because that's not in their interest, their financial interest, their political interest. So it like is, I just want to scream. It's so frustrating because there's no reason trans people should even be included in this conversation. Like it, it, it's a horrible tragedy. It's a school shooting. It's something that we've experienced, unfortunately, many times before. But to think that somehow trans people would be dragged into this, I didn't see that in the future. Like it, it's just so out of left field. Like, it started from a rumor, like some random person was like, the killer was a tranny. Look at this person. This was them. And and it just spiraled. And like, people are so delusional to think that the issue is not guns, that they'll believe anything, anything else to rationalize what happened and to put the blame on somebody else. And that's how we ended up in this position. But like I said, like, 
there's no reason trans people should be even included in this conversation. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm just, it's disturbing where like, we just are always the punching bag because it's an, we're an easy target, right? Where we're so marginalized. It's something so odd for people to like come to accept odd for people to come to accept and understand that like trans people can exist. People can feel uncomfortable in their gender identity and have the means to change it. That's something so weird for people for some reason. Um, when people, trans people have existed since the beginning of time. So um, I just find it like really, eh, it hurts me. It like makes me so sad that like people are actually believing this shit and um, that we're always the punching bag. We're always going to be the root problem of everything. It's trans people, it's brown people, it's immigrants, it's it's the most marginal, it's black people, it's the most marginalized groups of people. They're going to be the problems. And it always, it all comes to stem um, to keep like white people in power. The shooter in Buffalo, which we didn't talk about, um, went into a, a grocery store to kill black people um, with the with the whole like he was a follower of a, a bunch of these conservative like commentators and political figures. And he believed in his manifesto. He believed in the white replacement theory, which has been heavily like um, endorsed and pushed and propagandized, if that's a word by like conservative political take, like commentators like Tucker Carlson. And so like these people are feeding this like fear and making these people like literally go crazy enough, crazy enough to want to kill them. And so I don't know. I just get like, I get so like worked up about it. Like I'm so passionate about it that like, I just like, I don't know. I just, I, I can't even like believe that we're like right now, you know, we're fighting for women's rights to like choose um, and have control over their own body. But conservatives are saying, but the kids, they're kids. But the moment that they're in a school shooting and 19, one, 19 kids are dead, there's going to be no action, of course. Nothing to prevent that. But a woman having control of her body, the kids, right? So It's so know. contradictory because that's that's their number one defense. It's all about the kids. You, We don't want kids to be killed. But then 19 of them get shot at school and it could have been worse. It's like, exactly. how does that make any sense at all? That a living, breathing child that has their whole life to live is killed at school when they're supposed to be learning and they're supposed to be protected. That's That could have been worse. But we shouldn't let women decide whether or not they want to carry a baby to term when that baby isn't even a baby. It, it's like, it's not even a baby yet. But right. th- that's sounds- murder. That's yeah. murder. That's where we have to draw the line. And mm-hmm. it's it's like, yeah, like we said, it's deflection. They'll do anything that they can to kind of distract us from, I mean, everybody knows what the real issue is, but they're the ones that are refusing to acknowledge it. And mm-hmm. an easy way to do that is to blame other people. Honestly, we could get hit by an asteroid and they'll say, it's because trans people, it, it's just so unnatural. It's throwing the the balance of the galaxy off. That's why the asteroid hit us. It's trying to rewrite history and eliminate them all. Like that's something that I feel like they would say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just, I like, I get so mad. I, right now in my head, I'm, I'm so processing the fact that the cops did nothing. And, um, and there's just like, when you actually go into the details of everything surrounding this event, it is like, 
it's crazy. There's so many layers to it with the political takes, what actually happened, the the police involved, the parents. Like, um, I just like, there's just so many layers and like all of it is so devastating. Like, it's just, it feels like pulling teeth to make any change. So I don't know if you guys live in Texas, um, uh, but I advocate if you come to vote, if you do end up voting, to make sure you vote out any politicians that are pro-gun, um, because that's the only way we can really make changes if we try and at least vote someone in that wants to, you know, wants to end um, this or wants to have gun reform. So I know Beto O'Rourke is one of the people running, so I highly advocate for voting um, for him um, to hopefully end gun ownership. He had the balls to go up to them, uh, the actual like politicians. I don't know if you saw that video of Beto O'Rourke, like whenever they were having a press conference after the shooting, he went up to them and was like, like kids are dying and you know what the cause is. Like he went up to them while they were on stage and was like, you said that it was going to, you said this last time, um, thoughts and prayers aren't going to help and shit like that. So, yeah, I know it's a heavy way to end the whole, like, episode. Um, It sucks that, like, trans people are being a punching bag. It sucks that these kids had to go through that. I heard a story about uh, a young girl. Did you hear it? Where she, her, uh, the shooter went into her classroom. She was 11. uh, Killed a bunch of her friends, the other kids in the classroom. She ended up getting, like, a bunch of, like, bullet fragments on her back. Um, and all over her body and she was on the floor and the the shooter went into the other conjoining classroom and she was so scared she got her friend's blood and like wiped it on her to pretend that she was dead and yeah I, I think that like I think that's like a good summation of like the tragedy and like the traumatizing event that this child and these child children are going through and children all across America are going through so I think action needs to happen and I didn't mean to get so political and so like angry. No, I but think like, we should because yeah. like for me, going back to the cop thing, it's like the cops sat outside the school for almost an hour and didn't do anything knowing that kids were dying inside. But in other situations, they are so quick to pull the trigger or to spring into action against one singular person of color that's alone on the street. So it's like, you how do you gauge these situations where you have caution like why why first of all why are you being cautious if there's a single gunman inside of a school killing children but in other circumstances that's not the case so it's like it's guns at the same time but it's also like you know we should be relying on the police to do what they're supposed to do and i mean there's technically your job is to put your life on the line. And I feel like if they're too scared to go in and save children from being killed, I don't feel protected by the police. Yeah. They had just, I mean, I can go on and on about um, the police and um, how there's just a lot of corruption in it and racism embedded into it. They just expanded their police force because of recent school shootings and, um, this is what happens, right? They're specifically trained to handle situations like that. And you're supposed to put your life on the line. Um, I saw the statistic of how many kids have died 
um, over the past year versus how many cops have died in gunfire, and they're the same. So it's equally as dangerous to be a child in a school, in a classroom, than it is to be a police officer. So um, that's just how, you know, that's that's just what you guys should think about. Um, I just, it's heartbreaking at the end of the day. And, yeah. you know, I hate to end off in this note, but um, I think it's something that we should, you know, all think about, all advocate against. Um, and, you know, change won't happen unless change is made. So, period. On a lighter note, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> Go America. I hope you had a wonderful day off if you didn't work. Happy Memorial Day. Um, I'm having a great time. Me too. I'm in a great <laughs> mood now. Same. Love that for us. Shit, I made it. It's so depressing now. Yeah, um, I mean, but... we. I feel like for the last couple of weeks, we've kept it pretty lighthearted, which was yeah. nice. But, you know, we, we are here to give you the tea and talk about the hard topics too. So I promise yeah. next episode, hopefully... If nothing tragic happens, it'll be a lighter um, episode. Yeah, let, let's hope so. Um, maybe it'll be our first Pride Month episode next oh next Monday. So yes. it'll be the sixth. So we'll, we'll be definitely... dissecting all of the different Pride campaigns that are happening. <gasps> we should do. Oh my we god, wait, do a... that's a good that's a good idea. Actually, I would love to. Yeah, we should definitely do it. Oh, that'd be so fun. I also want to like talk. I wish that like because it's a podcast and it's not like a YouTube video. Like we could technically do it. But, like, I wish that we can, like, go through, like, the Target um, Pride collections or, like, oh, other no. brand Pride Target collections. Target is unhinged. And <laughs> evidently, it's better this year. They actually hire, like, queer artists and shit. But, oh, okay. um, that's good. Yeah. But I know a lot of times, like, it is pretty, pretty awful. Slay. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to follow us or keep up with us, we're everywhere at Girlish Podcast. You can also follow us on Girlish or keep up with us on girlishpodcast.com. I want to start like a newsletter. So if you guys want to sign up for it, you'll get a notification anytime uh, a new episode is posted. But you can also follow us on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So you'll get notified when a new episode is up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and all new videos will be up alongside with these episodes. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I don't either. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Again, we hope you have a wonderful day after listening to this very depressing episode. <laughs> um, go outside and slay. <laughs> slay. Just remember to slay, and the day will be great. <laughs> <laughs>